Hey guys, welcome back to a new podcast. Yes, I did this right after the Crow the Bill one. So yeah, right after. Um, taking a sip. Sorry, I am going to go ahead and talk about the new Mortal Kombat trailer, and then I'm going to talk about kind of what I, what I'm hoping from the movie, and also talk about the 1995 version. So let me get into that first. Okay, so when I was a kid, I was like, what, maybe four? No, I was like five or six when this movie came out. Yeah, I was like five or six. And my dad, I remember my dad came home from work uh, one night, because he always came home like late. He worked at a hospital and like, he was far away from, from where we lived. But um, came home and was like, let's go to the movies. And, you know, me and my dad, we've we seen a few movies together in my childhood. We were, they were usually like Disney films, right? We went to go see like uh, Hunchback. We went to go see, uh, I, I want to say The Lion King together, uh, Pocahontas, um, Hercules. Like, as I got older, we stopped like doing those. Oh, Star Wars Episode One. Uh, but I was like, what, eight or nine, I think, when that came out. But um, Mortal Kombat was one of the first films I had seen in theaters that was definitely not geared towards me. And I remember my dad ended up buying me, I want to say they were Twizzlers, um, some kind of candy. It was it was like some kind of stringy, ropey candy. Um, and I don't, I don't, was there like, I, there was something in it. Like, it could have been Gushers. No, it was, it was not Gushers. It was not Gushers. But there was something... I don't know, it was a weird candy. Anyway, the reason why I remember that is because we were watching this movie, we were watching Mortal Kombat. I was so excited, right? Because, like, I'm, like, five or six years old, and I do remember Mortal Kombat because my cousins, my older cousins and my friends, they always had, like, the, the, the game systems, right? I mean, I had some, too, but, like, Mortal Kombat was not a game in my house until I got a little bit older. Like, when I say a little bit, I do mean, like, eight, nine years old. Um, But Mortal Kombat, like, at, like, five or six, I was definitely not playing that game in my own house. It was over somebody else's. And it was, I think, on the Sega. Like, I think that's, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was on the Sega. Pretty sure. Um, That was, duh. But anyway, we were playing those games, and I I grew up with those games. And I was always, I was always, like, low-key afraid of them, right? Because I'm I'm a Disney kid, right? So I'm like, happy-go-lucky Disney kid, yay! And I was introduced to horror at a very young age. I would watch horror movies. My parents let me watch different movies and it was never like really a big issue for me like I mean certain films I just cannot watch um because they just still scare me to this day but like other films like for the most part like slasher films and stuff I was fine with like I would freak out in the moment like I I would not go into a dark room by myself but I definitely like I could watch them I could sort of sleep at night kind of but anyway um so Mortal Kombat was 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 a thing when I was a kid, right? And like I said, it was for me it was always kind of scary a little bit because like, you know, obviously people die and they scream or whatever in the game and there's blood and stuff and you've got characters that are like Baraka who's like Freddy Krueger and things like that. So there was something about Mortal Kombat that was kind of scary, but what was really fun about it was how much like my friends and my cousins and I would play the game. So it made it a little less scary for me than say being like Resident Evil, which dude, we can get into that. I remember Resident Evil scared the crap out of me as a child. Like my cousin John would play, hey John, if you're listening, he would play it. And uh, I think my uncle Mike would play it too, sometimes on his PlayStation, whatever, but they would play it and they would always play it with the lights off, right? So we're watching them go into these rooms and we're just like freaking out, right? And it was just, it was scary. I remember even having my own copy of the original Resident Evil 2 on PlayStation 2 where it had like a two, two, a two disc or whatever. Like I remember doing that and I couldn't even get through, like, you know how you, you, and you start off in the street and there's just like people burning, getting at you I couldn't even make it into like whatever mansion you were supposed to get into because I just hated it I hated them grabbing you and just I hated it like I just hated that game and um so Mortal Kombat was like my first introduction to things like that but it was 
less dark than those, like in that kind of game. And so I went to go see this movie with my dad and I was sitting there just eating this candy. And I remember seeing for the first time seeing Scorpion and Sub-Zero. And it was like, I mean, the whole movie was, it was a good movie, but like those two were super iconic to me. Cause I'm a, I'm, I love colors, right? I'm a kid. I like Power Rangers. So you show me like these two guys who look like Power Rangers, but they're killing people. They're not, they're bad Power Rangers. And like, I just remember this scene where Scorpion like first opens his, his palm up and you see the like, you know, the spear coming out of it and it, it makes a noise and it goes for Johnny Cage. And like those moments are just really iconic to me. That movie was a really big part of my childhood. Cause after I watched that, like I felt less afraid of like, you know, horror and junk like that because they just made it really cool and you know it was I was still in Power Rangers it was still in all those things but like it was it was a really cool movie and I remember going back to school and saying that I watched Mortal Kombat and kids were just like you know they're small and they didn't believe that I would you know I went to go see this movie because like it was you know it wasn't for me technically but yeah I mean I grew up loving Mortal Kombat and so the original film has always been like a big deal to me. I, I, I to this day I still watch it when I want to just want to watch something and be mindless for a minute. I will watch Mortal Kombat, and um, you know I, I'm a huge fan of the games. I actually really do like Mortal Kombat 11. However, I have my issues with that game. Um, <laughs> I love the game series and a Mortal Kombat Annihilation. So this is how much of a Mortal Kombat fan I am. I don't know if this if this gauges it for you. I actually kind of like Annihilation. Let me explain. The reason why I like Annihilation is because growing up, I had Mortal Kombat Trilogy, right? I think that's what the game was for the N64. But I have like the one that has like all the characters and the unlockable like smoke and female smoke or whatever. I have that one. Um, so I think that's like the ultimate or something. I forgot what it, I mean, I have the disc or the little cartridge somewhere. But I loved that game. Me and my dad would play against each other all the time. He was always Nuke Saibot. He would whip my ass. But then I would always come back and beat him. So it is what it is. I think I usually use like Sonya because Sonya was like my favorite player. I love Sonya and Melina. Love them. Um, but I'm a fan. And the reason why I liked Annihilation, the only reason why I liked that movie is because of how many new characters that we got in it. Granted, yes, they were just thrown at us, but I was so happy to have Melina on screen. Um, like I said, they were just thrown in. It was it was just, it was craptastic. But Rain, Aramac, um, Jade, uh, Melina, the uh, Jax, there were so many characters that they just threw into this movie. And I I actually appreciated that as bad as it was. I did appreciate it. It's something I still appreciate to this day because there's some of the characters I haven't seen outside of this movie. I mean, unless you count the Mortal Kombat like web series or whatever that was supposed to be back in the day, like a few years back. Um, I think majority of them, if not all of them, do appear in that. I don't remember if Rain does, but I'm pretty sure Aramac does. I'm pretty sure that is a thing. Anyways, so now we're getting into this brand new film and you know, Mortal Kombat has really made a big resurgence, I would say, in the last couple of years with, with the newer games. And especially with Mortal Kombat 11, there's so much out there for Mortal Kombat 11. Now, of course, it was for 9 and 10 too, for X, of course there was. But I don't know, I think now they've added like guest characters and stuff or whatever. There's been like a new resurgence of people liking Mortal Kombat. Also, Mortal Kombat 11, spoiler alert, Alina, Mo, Alina, hello, stop. Melina comes back. And for me, that was a big thing. You know, for a lot of us, I mean, yeah, she's in all the games. She's in number 10, but they kind of give you this idea that she's not coming back. And for the main storyline in 11, she's not in it. So there's a few characters that we're getting back now that just feels like, yeah, even though they're like, they're basically guest characters in Mortal Kombat 11, but it's so cool that they're on the roster and that they're here. But now that we're getting them back again, it's really, I think, giving fans like 
kind of pumped up for a new game because now we know what it feels like to be without them in a main storyline game, right? Because a lot of the more new Marvel, sorry, a lot of new Mortal Kombat games are really getting into story, giving us a lot of story. Because when you watch the cutscenes, they're like two, three hours long, some of the games. So it's it's a lot of story. And to have your favorite characters excluded from that and basically just kind of reduced to being guest characters who don't get to experience any of that, I think makes you really start to care about these characters. And I've seen a lot of people pulling for characters who they normally wouldn't even care about being in or out of the game that they're pulling for now. And so now we have this new movie coming out, um, you know, after Mortal Kombat 11, after an animated film that dropped last year, now we have this new live action film. And I didn't really know what to expect going in, but honestly, from the, I've only seen the trailer like once or twice, but I'm actually really excited. And I'm gonna talk about it right now. I'm gonna actually play the trailer while I'm talking to you guys. I don't think you'll be able to hear it, but I'm gonna just look at it and then uh, talk about, again, how I feel about this versus the one that came out in 95. And before I do that, I'm gonna let you guys know that Melina, the Funko Pop, is now available for pre-order at GameStop. I have not pre-ordered her yet. I don't know what I'm thinking. I need to just do it. Um, but I have my own problems with the Funkos because they come from different games and that's a problem to me. Like we have Mortal Kombat 1 Liu Kang and I think we have Mortal Kombat 9 or 10 Liu Kang or whatever that was supposed to be. So they're not doing it in order and they're not like, it's it's sporadic. And I want to say this is MK11 Molina or no, it's it's either MK11 or it's MK10. Either way, it's, it's girl. Anyways, let's get into this. Here we go. Mortal Kombat. I'm going to watch the trailer and I'm going to talk to you. Okay, watching it it's starting. And granted, I've only seen this trailer once. Oh, House of Ice. Okay. Love it. So basically, uh, Jax is going up against Sub Zero, and Sub does something to Jax's arms. I'm not going to give it away, but if you've seen it, then you know. Um, we see there's Sonya, and there's also a new guy. So I'm gonna pause the trailer right now. There's also a new guy that's coming in who I'm really excited for. Um, he's basically a character that's not in the original games or anything like that. I did read, I think his synopsis, uh, words, his synopsis, which I think he's looking for his daughter. Or his daughter is missing or something. And he ends up getting kind of caught up in the middle between all these Mortal Kombat characters. So he's kind of gonna be our, it's, it's almost like having a player character in the game. Does that make sense? Like having like, a audience member in the game I mean, that's basically he's basically going to be i guess like a representation of us i guess it, that's kind of what it seems like the synopsis of this character will be is kind of like what would it be like if i was in the world of mortal kombat and this was my story if that makes sense maybe it doesn't i don't know but that seems what it's that's it's like he's in, he's uh i'm not even gonna say big words right now i'm too tired but that just seems like what he's doing he's basically us right now Very cool. Oh, his name is Cole. There we go. His name is Cole. Um, he gives me Iron Fist vibes. I don't know why he does, but okay. So that's the only thing I want to talk about is Iron Fist and Shang Chi. I'll do a whole thing on that. But that, like, I am so excited for Shang Chi. You guys have no idea. And Iron Fist, like, I know this is an unpopular opinion, but after reading the story about uh, the actor who I guess he's he's on this he was on the show Iron Fist, but he was playing like a villain or whatever after reading his story and how he trained for that character and how much he wanted iron fist and how they basically told him no and partly because he was asian and not caucasian that was a huge issue to me because i'm like why does iron fist have to be 
Caucasian. Why can't he be Asian? But anyways, I'm sorry. I just, that was, that was, that was bothering me. Also, um, people, please keep your hands off of Asian people out there. Please, please stop. I'm tired of reading that in the news. Like, leave them alone. Please, please and thank you. And, and, you know, please just, just leave people alone. Okay. I don't care if you guys are like, I don't care what color they are. I don't care. Leave them alone. Okay. Don't, don't target people based off their skin color. Okay. Don't do that. Um, ever. So, or for their sexual orientation or for their beliefs or whatever, just leave people alone. Thank you. Okay. We're, I don't know who that is. Who's that painting of? I'm so confused. Is that Scorpion? It looks like Scorpion. It was like a flash. I'm sorry. Okay. That is, that's Hanzo for sure. Oh, are we going to, Oh, wait a minute. You guys, I honestly, the first time I watched this trailer, I like, quickly just, I was just more freaking out than anything else so there's a lot of things that I missed are we gonna get okay so y'all <laughs> I'm sorry but are we going into like are we gonna see Hanzo's family get killed get murdered are we doing this like we've done it before like obviously but I mean are we like are we doing this like what huh hello with a with a budget like with a budget budget are we okay okay but this this looks really cool oh gosh I'm I'm scared Oh, there's blood. Yes. I mean, I knew that. I, April 16th. Okay, that's when it's coming out. Oh, it's in the Aries Zodiac sign part of the year. Okay, look at Kano. Oh, Kano gets on my nerves. Kano gets on my, you guys. Kano gets on my last nerve, but I love him. I've seen so many memes about Kano being daddy. And I'm like, there's so many problematic reasons. Like, there's so many reasons why that's a problem. People seeing Kano as a daddy. However, comma. Hello, daddy Kano. Okay, here we go. Love Jax. Love. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm stopping again. I love Kung Lao. I love him. I don't know what it is, dude. Mortal Kombat 11 has really made me appreciate Kung Lao. Like I've I've always liked Kung Lao, but I love Kung Lao now. I don't know what it is, but I'm like Liu Kang. Who I like Liu Kang, but I'm I'm Team Kung Lao, and I love Kung Jin too. But I've already gone into Kung Jin. I might have to do like a whole podcast talking about Mortal Kombat and what I want from those games if I haven't done that already. I talk so much I can't always remember what I do but yeah I love Kung Lao I am team Kung Lao and I'm so glad that he's in this because okay have you guys seen the show I think it was like Mortal Kombat Quest or Conquest whatever it was like an actual TV show and the guy from Cinderella the fine actor who plays the prince hello shout out to you buddy um yeah he's in that and he plays Kung Lao and it basically I want to say it like chronicles Kung Lao's experience versus Liu Kang's in the actual film so I think they're like parallel universes I don't know how true that is um, I kind of stopped watching it halfway through because it was just, it was bad, bad. But it was, it was like, it was, you know, it was bad, bad. But it was, it was cute. If you haven't seen it, I would give it a watch. I watched it on the Daily Mail or date not Daily Mail, Daily Motion or Daily something. It's a, it's a European thing, but I watched it on that. Um, and I, I, it was, it was a thing. It was, it was, yeah. Like I said, I didn't finish it because there were actually more episodes than I thought there would be. But it was kind of, if you like shows like Xena and Hercules or Beastmaster, if you like shows that are like around that quality of, of entertainment or whatever, you'll like this pretty much. Raiden, yes. Okay, Jax, I see you with those arms, boo. Scorpion. I, you know, honestly, I am not, oh my gosh. Okay, wait. I'm not a big fan of Scorpion, but he, like, he's cool. You know, honestly, he is cool. And I was going to say that. I was like, when I see him now, now that I'm older, I like Scorpion more. Not as much as Sub-Zero and other characters, but I do I have more respect for him. And I love that they're kind of, I feel like they're really, 
I have, okay, so there's an issue with Scorpion and there's not. One of the issues I have with Scorpion is he seems to be the character that they obviously like the most. I know that um, Ed Boone has said that that is his favorite character and you can tell because of how much like emphasis they put on Scorpion's story, which I think is kind of lame in a way because there's so many other characters that, that really could be developed better than they have been. <laughs> Rain, <laughs> Air Mac, but you know, reptile like most of the other ninjas so i want to see more of that but i do appreciate what we do have of scorpion's story however comma i think there should be more for other people and i just saw melina in this trailer and i'm gonna go back and watch that part again because i kind of got chills she's my girl besides sonia it's it's melina her and, and sonia are my favorite too and i love jade oh yes and all we see all we see is her licking her um what do you call those things oh my god i feel stupid for not knowing what they're called like i know her blade. We'll just call it a blade. It's a blade. It's got it's just got a shot point. It can do the damage. Whatever. Um, what are they called? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's like a dagger thing. Whatever. I don't care. Oh god. Whatever it's called. Anyway, she's like licking it, and you can see her mouth. And but but at the same time, even though she looks so like demented she still is beautiful and that's what i love about melina because a lot of people think melina is just an ugly version of katana disagree i feel like melina is actually beautiful in her own way i, I really do like I, I really do i don't think not everybody who's cartoon has to be am i saying that right cartoon cars cartoon card whatever i just made somebody cringe and i apologize unless i said that right which i cartoon what what card is it card Tar cotton, tar cotton. Is it tar cotton? Is it tar cotton? Tar cotton. Tar cotton. Sure. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just made somebody cringe. Somebody hates me out there in the universe right now, and it's not just me. It's somebody. It's one of you. It's probably all of you. Anyway, her tar cotton blood. Even though she has that in her, she still. I think she should still come off as somewhat beautiful because she does have Katana's features. And let's face it, Katana is, is, is beautiful, right? She's beautiful. So it's hard to make that look ugly. They try. But it's hard. And to me, sometimes, like, except for, like, I think Mortal Kombat 9, I would say Melina, for the most part, is pretty. Mortal Kombat 9 was just doing too much with her nose and stuff. I just wasn't for that. But, like, even when she's got her mask on in, like, 10 and stuff, right, you're drawn to her eyes. She's very beautiful in, in the face, except for the mouth part. And so I'm glad they chose an actress who's actually very pretty. And even seeing her with her mouth full of blades and stuff, she still is very beautiful. And I think that's what I like about the, the way they casted this so very cool but now I want to see Katana okay Liu Kang Liu Kang is not giving me much I, I yeah the dragon is cool Goro okay so I'm sorry those of you giving Goro crap and saying Goro looks terrible how so Sway like I just think he looks fine I do I think obviously he's computer because do you know anybody with four arms? Do you know anybody his his height with four arms? Like, yes, you can say that the ninety the nineteen ninety five version was cool because he was. When I was a kid, I was actually afraid of him. But if you did that again in this, I mean, unless like you know, you you'd have to do it because I mean, even back then when you watch certain scenes with Goro in it, I'm just like, this is so bad. Like, this is just terrible. I mean, for the time, it probably it probably was kind of state of the art or whatever. But now, it's just we've moved past that you know what i mean like i don't know I, i'm not sure like i feel like if you went like a lord of the rings direction like you know how like those like those beasts are in in, in the fellowship of the ring how how cool they looked if you did something like that then maybe it would work i guess something along those lines not saying you'd have to make him look like that but if you went with like how like their makeup team or whatever and you created that kind of look for goro that'd be cool but 
from what I'm seeing here, I like it. I, I have no qualms with this film um, at all from the trailer. I think the only thing, my only hiccup is Liu Kang and, and how like scrawny he looks. But again, this this may be like an origin film. You know what I mean? Like this, this may be the first in a line of Mortal Kombat films that we might be getting. And so if Liu Kang is like scrawnier in this, that might actually be fine because it might be telling his story um, in a different way. And, and, and who knows? I'm sorry, I because I... I can't. I'm excited. And it's going to be on HBO Max and in theaters on April 16th. Disney take notes. <laughs> Disney take notes. That's how you should do things. Um. So anyways, what I was going to say is I, I'm even wondering now if Liu Kang is going to be a very minimal part of this story. Um, and what we're going to focus on is just kind of like, you know, because we have Sonya, we have Jax, we have Kano, who I think Kano's on the side of good, if I'm not mistaken, at least for a while um so we have him i'm assuming i don't actually know if that's true because i'm not really i'm staying away from from all the the leaks and crap like that i want to just watch the movie and be pleasantly surprised um wikipedia and google are not always my friend because i don't want to i don't want to know things um but yeah i mean it looks like a really good film but i am wondering if they are going to kind of skimp on Liu kang's story for now because we do have kung lao in this film and because their stories are very parallel to each other like would it be cool to have them both and be like a tag team that'd be great i love them together especially in mk11 they get a lot of bromance time and i'm here for that but i just don't know in this movie it, it could be that we get a lot of kung lao and then Liu kang comes in later or he plays a very small part in this which is I, I could go for that because of how small or how big of a part he got in Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat Annihilation, right? He got such huge parts in those two films and Kung Lao wasn't even in them. So it would be kind of interesting to see if the roles kind of get reversed in this or if they both just play two minimal parts and we just focus on Cole, I believe his name is. Like that would be interesting. Like, I just can't wait to see how this plays out. I'm very excited. And I think adding a new character that we don't know much about into the series and him acting well not acting as if but basically being a representation of like the viewer sort of kind of might be really exciting because even in all the fight scenes we're seeing i don't actually recall seeing him fight that much i'm seeing more of the other people who are mortal kombat characters doing the fighting and he just seems to be there or whatever so i can't wait to see how that how this turns out i'm very excited for this and yeah i feel like this is i'm hoping this this comes out a win for them and i also i did hear some rumors that they wanted to link up with the dcu do me a favor you guys for now not don't put that out in the universe at, at this point in time let that be its own like if that happens in the future in like an alternate universe fine but i don't need this i feel like the dcu needs to focus on the dcu just focus on getting whoever's in charge out because honestly like you guys, Henry Cavill's sitting there. I, I talked about this in the Cruella thing, but I'll talk about it now again. Henry Cavill's just sitting there being completely wasted, and it's bothering me. Like, it's bothering me to my core. I'm not even a Superman fan, you guys. I don't care about Superman that much. I really just don't. But Henry Cavill is so beautiful, and he plays the part. And I mean, I do mean looking-wise. Yes, hey, hey, Henry, hey. Um, But he's a good actor. He's beautifully built, and he just 
fills out the suit very well and he's just sitting there not being used again i don't care about superman i never have really like i like him he's cool but i've never he's never been my favorite ever he's been one of them at one point but he's just sitting there you guys he's just sitting there and you're not doing anything with him and i don't understand like i'm so excited for justice league but you are promoting a film that was that's like what two three years old now like what are you doing why does it dude why are we not on like the third or fourth man of steel movie yet like what is going on here dc like come on i get that you're not trying to be exactly like marvel and i i do applaud them for that actually i really do because i feel like they're just giving us movies that they they don't in my opinion they do want to build a universe but not how marvel did it which was like we'll put out this movie with this character and this movie this character and this movie this character and this movie and then we'll do a team up they're just like no we're going to give you hard-hitting films and we're going to build we're basically going to do what marvel's doing in reverse we're going to give you hard-hitting films like things you want to see like justice league and batman vs superman i'm not saying these are the greatest films i'm saying they're they're going to give you these big title films first instead of having to build a team movie which is kind of the formula that we are kind of used to by marvel we've been kind of spoiled by that formula so i do like that that dc is kind of throwing that formula away i do think it's edgy for them because yes would it be safe to make movies the way marvel's making movies of course it would but then they would look like marvel's little pet and i don't like that and so i do appreciate and and trust me there are some marvel fanboys you know who you are who would say that so i do like that dc is doing their own thing and you can like it or not that's that's on you i happen to enjoy both houses there are good movies on marvel side and there are definitely bad movies on marvel side there are good movies on dc side and there are definitely bad movies on dc side and i think comparing them at this point is kind of unfair because marvel's had such a long time in this one universe where dc's been doing different things that they haven't really focused too much on the dcu and I, I, there's just there's a lot and there seems to be a lot of complications too you know Ben Affleck not really wanting to do Batman anymore which was stupid um I think Will Smith didn't want to return for Suicide Suicide Squad too which is whatever um but like I said there were definitely judgment calls that were made in some DC films that were just kind of dumb um for example I would say that um what is her name the Enchantress being the main villain in Suicide Squad was very lackluster because you didn't give her enough screen time to do anything to make her feel like a real threat you know what i mean like it just felt very generic and i'm again i'm not saying that they're the only studios that do that there are many mcu films that where i'm like the villain is weak this is just blah i'm not here for this but in a lot of dc films you guys you need to step up your villain game okay like steppenwolf should have been more a part of the plot um i i would say wonder woman uh wonder woman 2 uh, Wonder Woman 84, I feel like they did a really great job with that villain setup. Um, the main and kind of Wichita as well, too. Like, I feel like they did enough with these characters because you got to know them a little bit more. You know what I mean? Like, you got to know what their ambitions and their goals were. And that was more important than just I'm some guy coming here to stop the world, to basically destroy the world. And I need these like little trinkets to do it. Like, that's you got to tell a better story. You really have to make us fear Steppenwolf and fear these other characters. What Marvel did uh, with Thanos was was pretty interesting. Do I think they could have done more? Yes, I think Thanos should have been a bigger part of the story than he was. But when he came in, you felt something. And that's what I think DC needs to work on. Like, they do a really great job of telling Joker stories. When we see Joker on screen, we freak out, right? We, we do. Because you told his story well. And you remind us how important he is and how integral he is to the story of Batman and even other DC characters as well. Even if he's not in a Batman film, if he's showing up in a film, you know something's going to go down. And that's what they need to do with the majority of their villains, with especially big, big villains who can take on an entire team like Steppenwolf. You should have made him a bigger part 
of that story and possibly even another story before this. You know what I'm saying? Like you should have done a little bit of a precursor to this, in my opinion, just, just something. But anyway, um, I will get into other things later if you guys want me to. I'm going to talk about the Justice League film when it drops. I'm so excited for that one. I believe that one is coming out in March. I believe that that's when it drops on HBO Max. If Yeah, I think it is next month. So there's a lot to talk about. I'm going to get into Raya and the Last Dragon to Araya and the Last Dragon when that drops next month on the 5th on Disney+. Plus. Um, and I'll get into WandaVision as well, but I want that show to end first because I don't want to give away spoilers of anything unless like... I didn't want to do week by week because I don't want people to kind of I don't want to spoil anything for anyone I know there are people of my friends who don't always get to watch the shows when they drop so I didn't want to do a week by week so I'm going to just kind of talk about WandaVision as a whole I've done a little bit of talking about it in the past briefly but now that there's been several new episodes since then I'm going to go ahead and do like a deeper dive into you know what I hope comes of WandaVision um, but yeah I'll talk about that later and I'll see you guys in the next one have a great day or a great night wherever you are Peace.